This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios. Uh, Thanks for being with us. We hope you guys had a great Christmas. Good little holiday break here. You know, we're back at it. We did the radio show today. Uh, you know, podcast all week. This season, it's not over. And, uh, well, it's, well over. it's over. Like, the Broncos season is over. But the Broncos season as a whole is not over. So we'll continue to do the podcast, even though we're feeling like shit today. Obviously, a horrible loss for the Broncos, too. You know, you couldn't. You know, you couldn't draw it up any more disappointing, to be honest with you. Um, another loss to the Raiders and another style of play. You know, at least there was some scoring in the last one. Um, Drew Locke, yeah, not enough. Uh, didn't, ever, ne- didn't throw a touchdown. Uh, didn't turn the ball over, though. I mean, so, I mean, I guess that's a positive, I guess right? So. Uh, yeah, you, you don't have positive quarterback play if your quarterback doesn't throw a touchdown in the game, to me, you know? Right. So, uh, the defense spectacular. Bradley Chubb with an incredible play uh, gets them down for their one touchdown dr- scoring drive, which was a one play scoring drive. Um, little to no offense, 158 total yards of offense. Was that right? Um, for the Broncos? Yeah. 158 total yards? Or, um, um, no, because Drew had 153 um, passing yards. Mm-hmm. Javante, 12 rushing yards. Uh, <laughs> Drew Locke, 10 rushing yards. So yeah. a total of 18 rushing yards. So they're at like um, 170-something. Okay. okay. So I don't know if you could have been had a more disappointing performance. Um you had three turnovers. You yeah. forced three turnovers. Yeah, and you couldn't. Derek Carr was points. a mess. I thought. I mean, it's like, do we chop up the inside of the game and what happened inside of the game? Yeah, I guess we can do that. I'm sure we will do that over this next year, twenty or thirty minutes. But also, it's like, right now, Jake, if they win that game, if they win last week's game. They are firmly in the mix to make the playoffs. Right. Not only firmly in the mix, maybe like way up at the top of the teams of the wild card teams, knocking on the door to grab one of those three wild card right. um, spots. So and they would have been right behind the Ravens. It's weird. It's like what we talked about today on the show a little bit. It's like how do you? How are we defining this, qualifying this, judging this season? You know what I mean? Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for one, you know, they're f- better than they were over the last couple of few years. But also, Jake, the schedule was so freaking easy. Uh, uh, it was set up for the Broncos to win 10 games. It was like mm-hmm. all out there, Jake. The Chiefs uh, and their slow stumble out of the gates. The 3-0 and start. The first place, I'm sorry, the last place, easy, easy easy schedule which just gave you opportunity after opportunity one after another after another to um you know um win meaningful games in your division i'm sorry in your conference that would have propelled you to the playoffs they had two good wins this season two good wins uh, at dallas and then the home game against the chargers Mm -hmm. and the dallas it's like you know they're 
It was a great victory. Don't get me wrong. Dak's first game back from injury. But, but like in another, con- they're in a, uh, they're NFC. It's like it doesn't really matter. It's like mm. it didn't really hurt you or or help you as much as a big win against the, you know the Bengals would have right. meant. You know so. <laughs> well, here's the thing that the Broncos have been doing all season long. They just string you along, string you along, and and keep you interested. You know, and, and act like they're going to take you out, uh, but then. At the end of the day, they're just going to, you know, fall flat on their face or stand you up, you know, in my analogy, uh, and and you're just left disappointed and sad. <laughs> so that's that's how the Broncos season has gone for the entire season. You know, they, they you know, hype you up, hype you up, hype you up, and let you down uh, right when the best opportunity prevent, presents It's like, itself. I don't know, it's like, it's we, get, we got calls on the show today, you know, thoughtful ones. We got um, people who are, you know, emotionally drained from this team, upset, angry. We got a lot of anger. You know, I thought Terry from Cali called and was like angry today. Mm-hmm. Um, we get all that. I understand all that. I feel all that kind of stuff too. And I'm not going to tell you to not feel that way. Okay, because I think the best part of the radio show today is, I'm just going to do a little recap of it, Jake, was the stuff, uh, Jerry's or Terry's call, and then my stuff afterwards of Terry, he said, he, he left by saying I'm 46 years old, and I've been this my team my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it just got me to thinking, Jake, in Terry's lifetime, 46 years old, Terry was born like in 1976 or 1977, you know, right around there. Yeah. And uh, the first year the Broncos go to the Super Bowl. The culmination of the Orange Crush, you know, one of the great defenses in NFL history. So while he was a mere fetus at the time, by the time Terry was five or six years old, they were trading for John Elway and Pat Bowen has bought the team. So through Terry's, um, you know, the 80s of as Terry's coming up and in, as, as I'm a kid, the Broncos are going to Super Bowls like every other year and winning AFC championships and beating the Browns in, you know, glorious fashion only to then lo- lose the Super Bowls in even more spectacular fashion. But, you know, there's no shame in how good the Broncos were and how good the NFC was who won 13 straight Super Bowls at the time. It was lopsided. It was different. Right. It was different back then, Jake. So, and then uh, the 90s brought um, Mike Shanahan and kind of like a new look Broncos, uh, not just with the logos, but with like the style of play and with Elway's like new soldiers. They win Super Bowls, 97-98, one of the greatest teams in NFL history. Um, and the rest is kind of history from Tebow, from Plummer to Tebow to and then Peyton and doing the whole thing all over again. Terry's lived a pretty spectacular Broncos lifetime. but We've been pretty yeah. lucky. You know, you're younger than me and I'm younger than Terry, but like we're all kind of like, um, it hasn't been bad for it, any of us. Well, it's just really. been generational, and it's like the Broncos have been. And my point, my point is, this last five years of Broncos football has been the worst it's ever been in all of our lives. It's the lowest point we've ever been as fans, and it's a fan base, Jake, in and our entire lives. Where do we go from here? How do we get out of this? How do we make the pain stop? And how do we get back to good? I don't know. You know, that's the thing. Uh, the Broncos haven't been this bad arguably ever and when they had the number two overall pick they weren't bad for very long after that um and they had some success not too long uh, after getting von miller and switching up this franchise a little bit so they've just been in purgatory here for so long five six years of being middle of the pack and not having a high enough draft pick to really make a difference 
Uh, and then when they had the pick and liked guys, they missed on Josh Allen and, and they missed on uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson and Dak know? Prescott. And you know what? Those are guys. And we're mentioning, we're not just mentioning guys who went on to be great players. We're mentioning guys who the Broncos were all over tied to connected to and mm-hmm. liked, and maybe in some cases loved Jake. Right. That's what makes it even all the worse and make it feel worse about the whole thing is the opportunities that they had to, stay on top Mm -hmm. to not have been going been positioned to go through this Jake right that they're you know this stuff that they're going through right now so there's a lot of you know free agents you know for this this upcoming season for the Broncos they might have to resign you know there's there's going to be some turnover but in reality the quarterback makes all the difference oh they they got to get Rodgers, sure. Wilson, they could stay. Pickett. They could stay the same and have an average draft class, but Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers comes in here with this, yeah. and they're going to win twelve or thirteen games and take the freaking league by storm, and you know, be beating the ch- Chiefs in in Kansas City and duking it out for you know this division. That would have happened this year, and you know, it couldn't have happened this year because Russell Wilson wasn't available this mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. And as uh, hard as they might have tried to get Aaron Rodgers done, I think we all realize Aaron Rodgers and the Packers weren't ready to be divorced. Them, you know, even they would acknowledge that there was still some unfinished business. You know, right. So even if they're one more year going to stay together for the kids, that one is kind of inevitable a little bit. And this year, I'm hoping, I swear, Jake, I hope that George Payton's laying the groundwork down this whole year behind the scenes for Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, telling them both, how, both of them how much they love them and all this kind of stuff to be, because we'd be happy with either. You know, we'd be happy with either player. Absolutely. And that's what it is, man. That's where we're at. We're so down. The only thing that will bring us back as a fan base, I think, is one of those guys. Even the drafting of a first-round pick, the Kyle Pickett's and the Matt Corrals, these guys, um, I don't know what that would do for this fan base. I think it would be um, some people saying, oh, this is Drew Locke all over again, or why don't we just start Drew Locke? He's young type of bullshit. So, um but it'd be different. It'd be the commitment to the first-round pick. He would start. You would give him the resources. You would do everything to support him. You'd build around him by through playbook and players. And that's it, man. It's like we're ready to turn the page on Fangio. This is too why isn't Fangio fired today like everyone on Twitter wants him to be? Well, uh, Pat Bowen never really fired anybody in the middle of the season other than Josh McDaniels, who was filming other teams' Right. That's just heinous stuff you had to really— so. There's something to being classy. I mean, I know it's business, but also businesses, first-class businesses are first-class businesses. Chipotle keeps finding people finding their bugs in their food and stuff. Chipotle? Yeah, Chipotle. 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 It's a T and then the L. Chipotle. Chipotle. Chipotle? Chipotle. Chipotle. There you go. Chipotle. There you go. Well, if if I can't get the name right (laughs) after 20 years, then I'm just going to go to Qdoba. Yeah, Did I get that one right. That's that's good because they got nachos there and they're good nachos. That queso, man. Yeah, it's a bomb. So anyway, yeah, where were we? Um, instead of you know just throwing Drew Lock back out. Oh there, yeah, yeah. It's just know. like again, that's the what this franchise needs is a true turning of the page, a freshest of start in the in the freshest of you know most freshest of start of ways. What would that be? Bringing the like we talked about Nathaniel Hackett, the gen, the offensive coordinator of the Packers, bringing. Um, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> no, not Wink, no, and, no, not Wink, no, and, and bringing Devonte Adams to Denver as well, and maybe sending Jerry Judy, Bradley Chubb. No, they don't want Bradley Chubb. Jerry Judy first round picks. 
Jerry Judy, Bradley Who Chubb, do they view as a first-round pick? One first-round pick. I mean, that'd be great, but that's that wouldn't be there. And a second round and a third. Two ones, uh, a two. Um, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy and probably another player, a young player of some kind. And, you know, switching of picks on the third or fourth round, you know, you, it's all those little things, all the little trimmings to get um, the Packers – the value they feel they need. Right. It's not about squeezing and like how much can we get from a team. They have a perceived value and if they can get that value or more than they would pull the trigger on a deal. They're not just taking offers. They have an idea certainly of what it'll take to get him and that's what it is. That's what it was before I think and even if the Broncos were willing to meet that criteria right before the draft, I think everyone got cold feet and I think that includes Aaron Rodgers. I think everyone and maybe that includes the Broncos as well but I'd say at least the Broncos um, more the Packers who didn't want to do it at all and Aaron Rodgers who thought well maybe I don't want to leave Devontae and some of my people out there to dry when I've promised them some things and we're going to go try to put one more run together at this thing so um, alright so now that the Broncos season is over Chiefs Packers Super Bowl Chiefs Packers Super Bowl I think Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl it feels like we're destined for that Okay. plus um what is, you know, as much as you and I both kind of like the Packers, you even a little bit more. I've always kind of appreciated them. I've always liked Aaron Rodgers. I think he's one of the greatest in NFL history. There's no other st- statistical freak show like that. I always l- told everybody that I want my quarterback to be a jerk like Aaron Rodgers. But that was before the last, like, one or two years before, like, he's really became, like, the ultimate... Um, you God-like know, figure. villain. You know, he's like a bad dude now. He's the... Bad guy. Duh. Duh. So, yeah, you know, that's even before he was a real jerk. I just like the, you know, stoic nature of, like, he's the quarterback, like him or not. You know, we're going to ride or die the cornerbacks. He might not talk to everybody, and he might be a real asshole, but they all know what, what it takes to win, you right. know? And I don't know that all that's true, but there's a perception, I guess, so that, that is if, true. if Rodgers wins the Super Bowl in Green Bay, does that change his status with the team? Yeah. Does that change no, I think him wanting to stay more or go? To go? More likely to more go. More likely to go. What? I mean, the, what else do you have left to do? You did run it, it all there. Run it back with the same team. No, try to run it try back. To, no, try to do no, it again. No, 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 no. That's not what he's about, I don't think. You win it. For one, I, I, and I guess you, I, I didn't get there because I, uh, it, they'll, it's, I was, was getting to, we like Green Bay. But also, we know it's like they go down in blazing glory, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know they go down in fire, in flames, in the playoffs, in one way, shape, or another. Whether it be the hail mary, the fail mary, and um, you know whatever it is, they can't um, haven't been able to get over the hump since early Rogers stuff. Mm-hmm. And even that season, they were six and six, won four games in a row to go to ten and six. I think we can won run the four table. more, run four more. I think we can run the table. Dang. Okay, so I, I like the Packers, and I think it's uh, they lose to the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. And I think, I hope, actually, the Buccaneers beat the Chiefs. I don't want the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. They the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, that's for sure. Um, if they win another one, damn, that would be devastating for us. Yeah, yeah, it that would, really be. would be. That would be a worst-case situation and scenario for the Broncos. But also, do you know what that might mean? They'd have to go get Rodgers or Wilson. Ooh. They would have to. Or they'd they'd have to find their own Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like, you could – who in the fucking world would throw Teddy or run Garoppolo or run uh, Derek Carr out there again against Mahomes? 
hey, can't do it. Can't win with Can't them. win with them. So can't coach them. Uh, so I don't know, man. That's like, that's all the thoughts I have. Mm-hmm. You got any more for the day? Um, It was a... It was a better season than last year. That's, I mean, yeah. Slight, I mean, like, this is just the beginning of the new look of what this podcast is going to be. Obviously, we have two more weeks of football, you know, and we'll talk about the games itself as a little bit. But now we guys talking to talk about big picture. You know, we got to talk about how we fix this team. We start looking at, you know, real ways of um, turning the corner and turning the page through, you know, comps man through um brain power through rocket surgery and brain science uh we will get to the bottom of how we're gonna make this team better um we have time to talk about here uh these quarterbacks coming out in the draft something's hard to look at i want to fall in love with a guy and i want to really like another guy so i could be happy with one or the other of those guys and believe that one's gonna be uh you know again look at what's happened here um trevor lawrence trey lance who people have forgotten about Justin Fields, who looked like she wasn't even playing, and um, Mac Jones. Who's been the best? It's been Mac Jones by a f- mile. Yeah. By 10 miles. And he was the fourth quarterback taken in that draft. It doesn't matter where you're drafted. You just got to find that guy. Yeah. And you got to put yourself in position to get close enough to that guy. And you got to have. That's it. And, and you got to be lucky. And you got to have the right system around it. Well, what's I mean, luck, Jake? What's luck? It's uh, opportunity. Meets. Um. Opportunity meets mm-hmm, preparation. Yes. Let's go. Let's go, Jake. When preparation meets opportunity, that's when luck happens. Luck just doesn't happen like um, uh, hitting the lottery. Luck comes from going to college and doing the hard work and all that and like then getting the dream job. Right. Kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> I would say. So uh, I think that's it. I'll say one more thing before we go. And we'll talk about this tomorrow. Maybe this could be the theme for tomorrow. Um how we really define this year. I know they won more games by the end of the season. will have won more games than they did last year. And George Payton will have made some moves to make the Broncos look like they are trending in an upwards direction, which I believe, Jake, they are. Yes. They're not crashing through the ceiling, but they are taking steps forward. But I also think this season will be defined by what they do next. Because if they run it back with Teddy, we'll look at this season like, well, fuck, they didn't make the playoffs with him. They should have made the playoffs. Right. Because we're going to now try to make the playoffs again with the same outfit. That was our chance to make the playoffs this last year. Yeah. When it's all set up, couldn't have been more set up, more easy for them. Uh, but also, we look, if they land Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers in a trade, like, well, fuck, this season was perfect for what they needed to do. Now they're going to win all the close games next year, all this stuff with, you know, the real quarterback. Right. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Uh, DraftKings, we still love DraftKings. Hit those guys up. Go uh, take advantage of um, all the things that they have to offer. They're the best. Uh, Check out the radio show, Jake Ware. Give us info on the radio show and the podcast. If you're here in town, 98.1 FM or uh, HD3 107.5 uh, HG3 radio, or, you know, if you want to watch the stream, if you want to see Danny and I's beautiful faces, you know, beautiful faces, Whoa. Check, check us out on mylifesports.com, the Twitch stream. Uh, we, we got that Twitter stream going as well. Danny's at tweets, Danny. I'm at Jake Meyer radio. Um, you can find the podcast, um, anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple podcast, Google play podcast, Spreaker, Podbean, whatever you want. We uh, cater to it's you. Sweet. We cater to you. Because right. we love you. That's true. We do. We really do. We try to do a good, uh, you know, there's a million Broncos podcasts. We're one of the biggest, like, on the planet. 
but also we try hard to do a good job for you guys. We're different. We're from here. You know, Jake and I are from here, man. We're not some two dudes out of town or dudes, but we're, you know, but we're here doing professional, you know, I'm, uh, I, you know, I worked at the, for AP forever. I worked for, uh, for the newspapers forever before I became a radio guy. And Jake literally does everything. He's the next biggest star in like Denver radio and Denver media. So um, we're just a little bit different. We're built different. different. So, you know, plus we got like a style and sophistication that is unparalleled. We could pull off any look. Um, and we hope that, you know, if you listen to the radio show, you listen to this podcast, you know what it's about. So thanks for being with us. We're going to continue to do a good job for you guys. And, you know, um, we're not going to give you this. Oh, well, the, 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 the crazy thing is Drew Locke will look pretty good. Drew Locke wasn't the problem today. Don't give me this bullshit crap. How many <laughs> touchdowns did Drew Locke throw for the Broncos? Um, zero, what was that? Zero point zero. So. It's all we know what uh, good football looks like in this town, and we're gonna do everything and strive till we get there, um, and demand it. You know, if they don't have it, demand it. So for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Mm-hmm.